What the hell's the name of this thing? The Ballsy Podcast. Hosted by the award-winning Evan Grant. This has been the most tense podcast I have ever done. Kevin Sherrington. You were working on typewriters this time. Barry Horn. I don't even know who you are anymore. Where were you last week? Get ready for the most listened to sports podcast in Dallas-Fort Worth. I'm Evan Grant, and this is Ballsy. I'm Kevin Sherrington, and in this episode, we'll be talking about Mavericks. And I'm Barry Horn. To hear our other exciting editions, simply subscribe to the Ballsy Podcast on iTunes. You know we're on Facebook and Twitter, too. Just search Ballsy Podcast. That's Ballsy with a Z. So sit back, relax, that's relax with an X, and enjoy another edition of the college Ballsy with a Z podcast. Hello, everybody. Welcome in to our Mavericks podcast. This is our this is our launch of our Mavs podcast. Well, we've done a couple before. We've had uh, Mark Followell on several times. We voice TV voice of the Mavericks. We've had Donnie Nelson on. We have the GM. No, but I mean of this season. Of the season, yeah. We've not done one for, for this season. Yeah, but here, here's the deal. Why do we have to do a, a, a podcast on a 2-10 and ten team headed nowhere? Wow, what a negative attitude you have about this fine team. A 2-10 and ten team with the, uh, this is Monday, the Spurs, the Clippers, and the Cavaliers coming up. So what do you think they're going to be at the end of this week? 2-13. and 2-13. and 13. You think? Yeah. I'm thinking that's pretty good. Even if Dirk comes back at the end of the week. You know, we, we keep hearing from people that, uh, oh, the, the Mavericks are just tank. Well, I think they're tanking naturally. Yeah, it's it's a natural tank. You know, Which I, is the best I, I tweeted last week the Mavericks should tank, and everybody and thousands of people responded. They don't have to try to tank. This team could very well tank on its own. Uh, Brown, are you adjusting his uh, modulation levels there when he screams into the microphone like that? <laughs> Holy cow! Can you just kind of take it easy and not scream oh my into gosh. the microphone? Yes, mom. Thank you. Thank you very much. Use your inside voice. Um, yeah, here's the thing. This is a team uh, made up of old players uh, and old brittle players. Old brittle players, and you got you got Dirk. You got Wes Matthews. is not an old player, but you he's know brittle. his he's his well, he's back, but uh, but uh, unfortunately, his shot is not back. Uh, he has still not gotten his shot, and this team cannot score points. They scored sixty four points in a game last week. They had a, they had a hustle. Right, or they, they had, they, the they had to scramble not to have it to avoid low. the all-time low, and they made a last-second shot to do that. That is embarrassing that your team cannot score sixty-five points in four. Well, quarters. let me let me ask you this: Is this a good thing to finally be on the road to rock bottom, rather than them, you know, being two games under five hundred all season or two games above five hundred all season, limp into the playoffs, seventh spot, eighth spot? And then uh, immediately exit in the first round. Isn't isn't in the great scheme of things, in the Sherrington scheme of things, isn't this better? Not necessarily. Oh. Here's why it's not necessarily because it's only good if you get in the lottery and get a good player, right? Well, they'll be in the lottery. Yeah, if they're not in the playoffs, they're in the lottery, right? No, no. Well, I'm yeah, but you you, you, were, you were just no, you were just saying that if they uh, to get in the first round of the playoffs and get ejected it, it, after eliminated. that, you know. That's not. It's not better to miss the playoffs if you don't get a great player in the draft. A oh, great player in the draft. Okay, so which one of the, or, or of the seventeen? Which one of the seventeen-year-old high school? The high school seniors who are all listed as the top picks in the draft. Yeah, will, will work out. Here, I'm looking at a mock draft here, right, for the NBA mock draft next spring, uh, next summer, and uh, on this mock draft, 
I'm looking down the list here. Uh, starting with, uh, they have Josh Jackson of Kansas, Alonzo Ball of UCLA, Markel Fultz of Washington, a point guard. I'd like to see him take a point guard myself. Uh, Dennis Smith of North Carolina State, Harry Giles of Duke, uh, De'Aaron Fox of Kentucky. Um, and then there's a guy from France. I'm not even going to try to pronounce his last name. He is the first player of those one, two, three, four, five, six who is not a freshman. Oh, freshman, yeah. Yeah, and then after and after the the Frenchman, we've got two more freshmen, and then we've got two sophomores, Ivan Rabb of Cal and Edmund Summer, Sumner of uh, Xavier. Right? Xavier. I knew, that, I knew that name. That's very good for you. Two sophomores. And then Grayson Allen comes in down there uh, from Duke. Uh, Grayson Allen is one of those kind of guys that, uh, that, that people know because he's been around and he's been obnoxious and he's made everybody mad in college basketball. Uh, but here's the problem uh, with these guys. We're making judgments, or these these uh, uh, mock drafts are making judgments on these freshmen based on what they did in high school. Yeah, that's that's uh, yeah, high school. So <laughs> and so now that's the thing. Okay, so you tank, or, you know, or if it's a natural tank with what the, what the Mavericks are doing, uh, and then you get into the lottery, and then you're basing it on what a guy is done basically on high school and in one year of college basketball. Yeah, and and of course, uh, knowing mad scientist Donnie Nelson, uh, whose whose who's, whose laboratory is probably over in Europe somewhere, maybe in Transylvania. But he hasn't done who, very who, much of that, though. You know, not not recently. They've they've relied more in the draft on on American born but, players. But they have they haven't had this this. This fantasy, fantasy top pick. I got to tell you, I'm I'm just as good at taking an international player. If you look and see what uh, what uh, San Antonio has done with international players, and of course, uh, you know the Mavericks have a little bit of success with that 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 big German. So uh, you know, I, I think at least the international players are probably a little more well rounded uh, than the than the American born freshmen anyway. Um, and and th- th- that's the thing for me. No matter who the Mavericks take in this draft, uh, if if they've got the first pick, I, I'm not sure there's a there's not a ben, there's not a Ben Simmons out there. You know, people are saying that that Fultz might be the best player of this draft, and you know we'll see what happens. A lot's going to change over the course of this season, um, and, but it's not going to be an immediate turnaround. No, no, the <laughs> there, there's no. there's no quick fix, no elixir. Out there, that's not the way. That's not the way the games. Are. Well, and there's not that kind of player out there. there. There might be if one of these guys had played until his junior year, you know. Yeah. But but not for not for freshmen. So to me, the bigger question for the Mavericks, uh, free agency going forward. Yeah, it's, it's obviously free agency, and th- and that's what you see. So they would have what if they finish in the if they made the playoffs this year, they'd still be able to sign somebody in free agency because they're in very good uh, the financial terms and cap space. They're very good. To me, the big question is: Does Dirk come back next year? Will he play next year, or does he come back to the Mavericks next year? Is it, I, I'd like to clarify that. Oh no, he's not leaving. He won't go anywhere now. Now that he's got, uh, now that he's got three kids, uh, just had his third, third child. Uh, he'll he'll stay here in Dallas. But my my question is, is that you know he's signed for for two years, this year and next year. Uh, but the question for me would be, and, I, and this was asked, somebody asked this on a chat recently, and I said, well, I think Dirk being the team guy that he is, he'll come back for next year. Now I'm beginning to wonder. If these uh, injury problems continue, if it becomes more and more difficult for him to come back, uh, will he 
Will he stay? Would he slide down to how far is San Antonio? I know how far it is. It's 300 miles straight south. Yeah. You drive there all the yeah, time. Yeah, I know. So, I mean, is that close? Is that near enough? Or is Houston near enough? No, I don't. There's no. Oklahoma I, City near enough? Oklahoma City. Listen, you're, you're, I guess, I think you're assuming that the reason he would leave is because the team stinks. Is that what you're saying? Yes. No, I'm, 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 I'm saying. That I mean, the team doesn't stink. The team is at, 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 in, at the Nader, at the depths, at, at, at as bad wow, as it could be. The Nader, I like it when you do the Ralph Nader. Uh, the, the reason that that there, when we, when we discussed the possibility of Dirk leaving, it was because he did not want to be for, for something that they broke down. You know, where they just cashed in and said, "Listen, we're going to go with all young guys, and Justin Anderson is going to play every night, and." And uh, we're going to see where these guys take us. That's not what the Mavericks did, right? I mean, they went out and spent some money on Harrison Barnes, who, you know, has been terrific. They almost had to spend the money. would be embarrassing. I mean, they had to spend. Oh, yeah, had to spend it. No no question about it. But let's, let's say they got lucky with that, too. Harrison Barnes has been a lot better than they thought he was going to be. Yes. But, again, we, we have to. We, at, least, at least initially. Until now. And we have, yes. but you have to wait and see. How good will Harris? There's, it's, there's a difference between putting up stats and putting up numbers, which he's done, and he's he's been a tremendous. I, I know what surprise. you're saying. Somebody's got to score these points, right? It might as well be him. I, I think there are two things that the, the benefits of of Dirk being out um, is that well, for one thing, there's no sense rushing this guy. Let him get healthy and and be ready to play. Uh, in, you know, after Christmas, that that's you know, that's when you want to see him play anyway. Is in in the back half of the season towards the playoffs if they were going to make it. You, you know what the best thing going for the Mavericks is right now? Can I can I finish my? Thought oh, I thought I'm sorry. You I apologize. Do this? I apologize. Golly! And secondly, that Harrison Barnes is finally not finally. I mean, he had, he had a terrible preseason, but but early on he was very deferential to Dirk. Now he doesn't have to do that. You know, now now he realizes I'm the number one option. Ball goes through me first, and and so this is a good thing. This is what it should be. Now everybody is saying, okay, he is the heir apparent to Dirk. I, I don't know. That you, I don't know that you say that. I don't know if you'd want to be the. Well, I mean, be look, labeled that. Well, yeah, because look, he's not Dirk Nowitzki. Nope, not Dirk in his prime. Uh, you know, he's a very nice player. I think he's a very nice part. And and, and if that if that's what the, if that's what they have to start with going forward, then that's good. Uh, then they then they then they hit a home run this year because frankly, I didn't think they'd be very good anyway. I thought they'd be a fringe playoff team even if everything worked out well. But if you found a guy in the first year of his contract who's 24 years old and find out that he's a player, that he's either a, on, a, on a good team, he's either a one yeah, or a two, absolutely. then you've, you've hit a home run with that. Yeah, I don't think it'll be the, a one. Uh, I'd, be no. happy, I'd be happy. I'd be happy. The two? Yeah. I'd be well, ecstatic if he was a two. Well, if you go happy out, if he was a solid, a solod, solid three. But we, we, you know, he goes out and gets a, you're t- so you're saying they've got to go out and get a big free agent. But here's the deal. Yeah. When Dirk was healthy, you got that microphone where you no. Wanted? When Dirk was healthy and young, or younger, they couldn't sign a, a quality free agent, a big name free agent to come in here. Who is going to want to come to Dallas, Texas, to play with this team? Well, not well. The thing, the reason for Dirk was is because he was younger, but he was not young. No, he was younger, yeah, and but healthier, he was, but he was. But, still and, old. and nobody wanted to come. Maybe he was, he was still old. Right, right. So now, who's going to want to come? What big name impact free agent is going to want to come? No, you're 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 still another what year away from that, I think. A year? Maybe more because Well you got what you gotta do is you gotta add too. You you wanna say they who wants to come and play with Harrison Barnes? Is is that what you're gonna say? No, no, no. That's what I'm saying. You gotta add one more. You gotta add somebody to Harrison Barnes and then you and then you probably and if if you hit on that one, then you might be able to get a free agent. You know, there's gonna be a lot of guys going floating around and a lot of money. Yeah. 
The difference is is that you, you, you're seeing a different mindset in the NBA now, as in all sports, is that people just want to go where the winners are. Is Yeah. Is, is your mate, Andrew Bogut, he's a free agent after this year. He'll be gone, right? Yeah, he'll be gone. They won't bring him back. So I, I you mean, know, there's a possibility. Of course, we, we kept hearing the rumors about you know that they would go after uh, Demarcus Cousins, that they would put together some kind of deal to get him this year, and they're going to put together what deal to get him? That that first pick would have to be in the deal. Sure. Uh, who, yeah. what, what else? You know what? I I'd, uh, I'd had to look look up and see how old Demarcus Cousins is. Oh oh yeah. You know you're so good at giving directions. Well, it's you, unbelievable. You, you've been going through here, checking your emails, checking your Facebook, checking your four hundred one k. My house is my my fa- my ha- oh how's the stock market doing today? Oh my god! My gosh. house is falling apart, my friend. Demarcus Cousins is how old? He is. Dun, 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 from Mobile, Alabama. He was born in Mobile, Alabama. Tell he us is how old he is. 26 right now. Okay, I said 27. So he's 26. I'd rather have DeMarcus Cousins than anybody in this upcoming draft. And I think anybody else would, too. I'm sorry. Yeah. He's that, a, puts you, that puts you in the vast majority well, he's of, a, of thinking people. He's one of the premier young centers in the league. So so that, that would be a, a huge move. You know what? You might have to. It, what else you got? What else you got? Day, you, you, might have to, you might have to put DeMarcus. You may have to put Harrison Barnes in that trade. Okay, so now now you're having Demarcus Cousins come here and play with whom? Yeah, he's not playing with anybody. This is the problem that, that so so earlier you were saying, oh, they need to tank, they need to do this, they need to do that. You said it was, it's the only way to go, but you're now you're now you're spelling out why. I don't know what they should do. Uh, you, yeah, well, the, no, they that, that's why you can't tank. You but with this team, you let it take, you let nature take its course. And and the, and what nature is taking the course of is that these guys are all hurt all the time, and and you need to be playing the young guys anyway. Uh, it, it's actually to me working out probably about as well as it could. I think it's working out. This is this is this two is two and ten. Well, listen, I I think they do need to get uh, some some additions through the draft, and you got a better chance. The higher you're picking, the better chance of getting somebody who can play. Uh, and you're going to play your younger guys this year. You're going to play. Of course, Harrison Barnes was going to play anyway, but you're going to play Justin Anderson. You're going to play, you know, uh, you know Seth Curry. You're going to see if any of these guys have any value whatsoever uh, instead of instead of leaning on Darren Williams, instead of leaning on Dirk Nowitzki. Uh, and now I think to me the biggest disappointment is Wes Matthews, is that here was a guy you were counting on going forward, and his shot has not come back. No. You know, and and that's – you know, he was kind of a three and D guy. That's what that's what they signed him for. And he's and he's got the D, and he's a and he's a terrific leader, and he's great in the locker room and all that. He's got everything you want except a shot. Yeah, which is yeah, pretty pretty, pretty important, important when you're playing basketball. Yeah, so yeah. that's the thing. This team just cannot score. They are terrible offensively, uh, and it's just mind numbing. Now they are much better defensively. So so let's go back and look at the if we're going to look at at things that are are at least maybe an upgrade. Uh, do you consider the that it was a trade essentially, uh, uh, Chandler Parsons for Harrison Barnes? Absolutely. And there was you, a possibility. Chandler Parsons is hurt again, by the he way. He is hurt away. Well, he's always hurt. But there, there was a very good story by our old pal Tim McMahon uh, on the. Uh, did you read that? Yes, I did. And it was very good. Uh, talking about the relationship between Mark Cuban and Chandler Parsons, right. and about how the bromance fell apart, um, and uh, uh, and I think. And I, and I and this is what I I said about the other day uh, that to me this is the danger of falling in love with the wrong player right uh, an owner falling in love with the wrong player it's one thing if you fall in love with Dirk Nowitzki I mean yes and you do whatever he wants I mean there was a lot of talk back when uh, 
the Avery uh, Johnson era when they got to the end of that that Dirk wanted him out. Right. And I remember Dirk took some criticism from some people in the media, not from me. I was all for him getting rid did of Did you write a column on that that you can refer reference? I probably did. Yeah. Uh, although, you know, as you know, uh, while I go, oh, I talked to Dan Fouts. It's okay for you to say it, but it's not okay for me to, re to reference something that I did. That's Why is that? Because I'm timely and uh, lively, and you're just old. You are not. You are neither timely or lively. Uh, I'm, re lively. I'm relevant. I'm, people I talk to are relevant. You're about as lively as a rock. Oh, my God. Avery Johnson, it was time for him to go, and, and Dirk probably did nudge that a little bit. So I didn't have a problem with that. Uh, but, if you're, but when Chandler Parsons says the things that he says, you know, then he's talking about players being uh, – Oh, they were jealous of me, you know, in Dallas. Well, no, people weren't jealous of you in Dallas. People just thought, who the heck is this guy? And why does he have the ear of the owner? You know, he, he's got no skins on the wall. Zero. You know, he hasn't done anything in the league, and he's got some potential to be a good player. But you look at his plus minus when he's on the floor. Not good. Oh, my gosh. He's a terrible defensive player. Terrible. Yes, he has some offensive skills. And, yes, at the end of last year, he started to show up to be the player they thought he was going to be. But I, I just think that it's hard to build around the guy. Like well, i ask this question. If he were on the team right now, would the team be any different? Yeah. Would the record be different? Well, no, because he's not playing. Right. But, but, but my point, but, but what I want to say about him is that he said that I would have signed for less. Right. And they could have gotten Harrison Barnes, too. Right. That's what he says. That's what Chandler Parsons said. And, and you know, and may, then, and maybe then that's would there true. Be a, would there have been any money for anybody else? Well, you know, I don't know. You wouldn't need any money for anybody else on this team. <sighs> Not on this team. But, but I will say but I'm, this. Going, down, going forward. There were people in that locker room and people in that front office who did not want Chandler Parsons back. Yeah. Because, and, and because of? Because of his knees, for one thing. That, that was the main thing. They felt like that this guy's got bad knees. Why invest in that? It's, a, it's already been a problem. And it's, con it's a continuing problem. It's a problem again this year. And I think there was a feeling that— It's his other knee, though. You, you know that right now. Yeah, that he's, he's hurt his other It's knee. always something. Uh, it, it, the other part of all that is that he is not, a, uh, not the kind of player you want to build around. He's, you know, it's hard to—there's never going to be another Dirk Nowitzki. No. You know, there's never— Well, they're, be a, they're, they're, they, never say never. Well, there will be one. Not in this we, market. No, maybe not. No, yeah, not in this market. You're not going to get. It. First of all, he's a great guy, you know, and and secondly, he's a great player. So it's an unbelievable combination to get both of those things in one player. Now, I will say this about Harrison Barnes, and this was what Andrew Bogut said about him. And this is what turned me around on Harrison Barnes, was that um, you know, at the Olympics, he was he couldn't get on the floor. You know, Coach K was not going to play him. And people were saying bad things about him, and it just looked awful. And then he comes into the preseason, and he's just terrible. He, he's shooting 20% from the field. He's just terrible. And what Andrew Bogus says, well, I like him because he's such a hard worker. He's a hard worker, yeah. He's, he's, a, he's the first one to practice last, last one out the door. And, and what a great thing to, to say about a guy. I mean, that has to make you feel really good. Because, well, first well, of all, he's just 24 years well, old. Well, not only that, I mean, I could see why he would be that when he was with the Warriors. You know, he, he was a nobody, basically, on that team. Now he's got all that money. Yeah. And, uh, and, he's still he's got, and he's still a hard worker, which I think, you know. That should make you feel really good. You know good. what I bet? I bet if he's ever sitting on the Maverick bench and he tosses a cup and he misses the, the trash can, he's the kind of guy who will get up. You, you are taking this way too far. No, this, he will, this he's the kind of guy who will get up and throw it away. Have you seen, him again. Have, have you seen that Dak Prescott, I don't know, what is it, a vine, a meme, a, a, a it's gif? A, 
It's, I think it's a meme. I, I don't know what it is. That's uh, gone viral. I know, that's, that's, just, that's what's wrong with this world, right? We make it such a big deal about a guy picking up a cup. You would have got a promotion today had you taken that video. And yeah, no kidding. Probably so. But the, the point about, about, uh, about Harrison Barnes is that he, he does seem like the kind of guy you can build around. He, he is a good player. He's young. He's just 24. He's playing very well right now. He's a very hard worker. Don't These forget, are all good things. You know what he was when he was a high school senior? What? Number one recruit in the country. Yes. Yeah, so, so, so he's the kind of guy you're looking at now uh, when we were talking about the draft uh, that, that you would have to guess on. How, how, will, he, how will he turn out? Well, and that was the thing. Now he went to the perfect uh, storm, right? He was in Golden State with a great team. He was just a, he could be a role player on that team, and people were kind of making fun of him for that. Uh, so uh, anyway, I, it looks like we are out of time. We're going to have to go to our. Uh, we, we've got a, a guy wedding to do our college podcast. What would we talk about on a college podcast? What's there's nothing going on in college football now in the state of Texas, is there? No, no, nothing. Nothing, nothing at all. The worst, it is, I'll say this, though. This is a teaser for you. This is the worst football in the state of Texas that I can remember. Uh, college football. College the football. NFL football is pretty, pretty good. Pretty good. Pretty good, but yeah, the college football is at an all-time low as far as I can Well, say. look at it this way. All the state high school champions in Texas will be from Texas. What the heck is that supposed well, to be? Well, at, at least in high schools, Texas will prevail. Okay, thanks. Thanks for that. All right, that's it, everybody. Thanks for coming. Brian, take us out of here, would you? Thanks for listening. Don't forget to subscribe via iTunes. You'll get new episodes every week. And follow us on Facebook and Twitter. Until next time, sports fans, see you.